to see this one. <laughs> hey, I'm Obi That's It, and we are drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast. Guys, wherever you get your favorite podcast, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, we're there. Like us, subscribe, leave comments, give feedback. Makes for some of our best episodes for sure. Ed, how are you? Doing well. I mean, who can complain about this weather? It's like summer in October. Love it. It, it is a shocking uh, change of uh, situations for sure. I am, a, I'm, you know, in my winter coat in my house because the air conditioner is on in the middle of October. So, yeah, the weather has been spectacular. 81 degrees outside by me. I don't know what you're actually getting. So it's warm. It's hot. Air conditioning's on. Dog doesn't want to go for a walk. It's hot. Well, we would expect that, right? Some good hot weather when the kids are trying to get back to school. The air conditioner at the schools aren't working. They don't turn them on because they turned them off at the end of last year. Speaking of kids in school, my uh, wife pointed out that she doesn't think they do this thing in school anymore. That I know I did. I know I'm guessing you did. We're going to find out. And maybe we've even talked about it before. But when you were in school, did you have to carry around uh, for while in health in either junior or senior year, either an egg or a bag of flour, pretending it was a baby? No. No, 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 no. no. Never did that. That was only on TV shows. However, my daughter last year had to do that. Okay. So we, all right, so this is going to be a quick conversation. I did it in high school, but what we're not seeing is either of my children having to have done it. So maybe your high school picked it up after my high school inspired TV shows. Well, so here's the really weird thing, though, Obi, because my daughter did it in her, like, college crossover class that she was taking in high school. So it was a college-level course that what it was psychology, it wasn't even it wasn't even health. So I don't know. And it was the dumbest thing ever because it was an egg and it was a thing and a bat and you didn't have to carry it wherever you went. You just had to have it with you in school because basically you just had to have it when the teacher saw you. I don't know. I never understood the point. So you carried an egg around. I don't get the point. Yes, I, I think I think I was an egg. Some of the I believe earlier classes at my school had done bags of flour, but yes. We carried an egg around for a couple of days, and you didn't break it, and you moved on. And, and what was it? So, in, in, I'm it assuming was, uh, it taught you how to be a parent? How to be, yeah, right. Yeah, that's what it was supposed to tell you. I think it was, look how hard it is to keep an egg alive for three days. Imagine a, a human baby. I think that was the essence of it. And I remember yeah. certain people being like, I am not ready for a baby. Not even going to try an egg. Or I just leave that, <laughs> you know, I know I can't handle a kid. I don't need a bag of flour to tell me that. Yeah. So here's the thing that's so stupid about it. So, by the way, like I said, I never did it in high school. So I just thought it was the dumbest thing. And then when my daughter was doing it last year, it's the dumbest thing. And you want to know why it's the dumbest thing? Because no one carries their baby around with them in school or at work. You have child care for that. So it's unrealistic and stupid. Well, when we were kids, we didn't all know everybody's spouse was going to work. Let's be a little on it. That was not something that was expected at the time. So, you know. Okay. Then somebody, the- would, so we would, somebody would have had to carry a kid around all day. 
No, you leave the kid home with the stay-at-home mom then. I don't understand. No, you're not bringing the kid. My dad never brought me to work. I stayed home with my mom. I mean, it's, it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. You got to bring an egg to school because that's what it's like to be a parent. No, no one brings their kid to work. Dumbest thing ever. Except for bring your kid to work day, which we know I am. Which totally we already involved. know is the dumbest thing ever also. Right. It only goes to show it's stupid. All you right. know what we should do, Obi? We should make a movement. If you want to have a bring a kid to work day, first you have to bring an egg to work for a week straight. <laughs> to prove that you can handle To prove that you can handle a kid, a kid, a kid, at, kid work. at work. Yes. Yeah, kid at yes. work. And then if you can get the egg for a week at work without breaking it, then you can bring your kid to work. I think this is it. The egg to work for a week. This is it. We're in. Especially, first of all, you have to be able to afford the egg with the inflation rates that we've been dealing with with cost of eggs so that that's problem number one it's perfect absolutely i'm all in bring right. the egg to work week right because yeah. there you're bringing in the egg to work because you want to bring your kid to work that's yeah. realistic that's yeah. realistic earn that kid earn that kid that's right well as last time we spoke it was several weeks ago it was one of our longest gaps that we've had between actual conversations of uh on on air because of when we recorded and you were you know, welcoming yourself into the club of the first child God. But now I'm going to invite you into another club as something I did not really know existed. Because as you and me, we were both, and in my case, my wife as well, we were firstborns. We were the first out of the house. We did not know what it was that there was like the concept that the second child was at home alone with the parents for some time. And it was all of a sudden being an only child it was not something that I was aware of until this happened to me. So how is uh, your younger child enjoying being an only child? Yeah, that that's really interesting um, because I, I guess you'd have to interview her on that one. I don't think anything's changed. She still doesn't come out of her room. I only see her when I take her to school and pick her up from practice, um, which is all I ever saw her before when the other kid was here. So nothing has changed. Okay. All right. So that, that was for us, our child started showing up. We started seeing him all like he was in his room all the time. And then he just started saying hello to us. Like, Hey, what are you people doing? What goes on here? And then every time, you know, Sammy will come home for a week, weekend, whatever it is. Boop, he lives in his room, but when his brother is not around, you know, they think, hey, what goes on here? And then he goes back and it's super quiet. But, uh, okay, so that hasn't changed at all. No, that hasn't. But I will tell you one thing that I think we're hypersensitive to now is that when the older one comes home, it seems as though they fight the whole freaking weekend. Mm. And, and it appears as though, and I know this isn't true, it appears as though... You know, they never used to fight, but now they only fight, you know, when they're together, which I think they used to just fight all the time and we were just numb to it. And now we what we're really happening is not that we're noticing the second child at all. We're just noticing the peace and quiet, if that makes sense. That is a, no, that is absolute. That is something that still happens when the older one comes home. The volume of the house just goes like it, don't, it gets loud and it. Sometimes it's cheerful loud and sometimes it's I'm going to kill you loud, but it's just louder. That one extra voice is a lot of volume, a lot of dishes, a lot of a lot of things. Like 
wait till wait till she comes home for like a whole week during Thanksgiving or whatever. You're really going to be blown away. I think one of the reasons the volume goes up is because the freaking clothes washer is running nonstop. Mm -hmm. That's another one. Yeah. Because I'm sure she comes home with a bag. I just saved $2 and I don't have to figure out how to use the laundromat. I'm going to. Well, I, you know, th that's interesting. You should say this because, and I think we talked about this on the last episode. And if we didn't, um, I'm going to, if we did, I'm going to bore people and say it again. And if I didn't, you're going to hear it for the first time. But one of the things you have a real reckoning of when your kid goes away to college is how much you did for them before they went away to college, right? Right. Because, because they can't do anything for themselves and now they're on their own. So they call you to tell you that they can't do anything on their own. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this poor of a job of preparing my kid for real life. And so clearly laundry is one of those things. So I, I'm not sure my daughter has the option of doing laundry at school for, first of all, it's included in tuition now. So it's not yeah. even $2, right? Um because I'm not sure she knows how to do laundry. And that was a lecture that my younger daughter gave me this week, which I thought was hilarious. When we told her that uh, her, her sister was coming home and had to because she hasn't been home in a couple of weeks and needs to do laundry. And the younger daughter, who ironically does not know how to do laundry herself, lectured her mother and father on why are you doing her laundry? She can do it herself at school. I just thought that was really ironic and rich coming from someone who has no idea how to do laundry themselves. I think she just volunteered to do it. Yeah, well, it would end up the way it has for the last couple of months is just not getting done, right? I mean, she does the sniff test in the morning, I think. You know, you sniff it if it yeah. doesn't, if it, if, and, and here's the thing with the sniff well, test with your own clothes. Like, you can't even smell your own stink. So the only way you're not wearing something on the sniff test is if it's really rancid that you can smell it, right? Because, yeah, you, know, you can't smell your own. You, sm I smell my clothes all. No, I shouldn't even say. I don't smell my clothes all the time. But when you do smell your clothes, you don't smell. You don't smell anything. I, I agree. I have a, uh, you know, working from home. I have a very limited supply of clothing. I go through. I have a, I have a literally I have a pile of. Can I still wear this? Can I still wear this? It's like <laughs> three or four outfits, and then I'm like, oh, you're right though. When I go out, it's like whatever that is. That that pile is at home only clothes because. You can't tell when you go out what that really is doing. Yeah, you can't. So the younger one doesn't do her own laundry, does a sniff test, which is, I mean, I guess in a way it's good because I don't have to worry about boyfriends. Um, but, you know, it just, you know, I'm the guy that sends his kid to school a sniff test. But I got to think in this day and age, other kids are doing that crap too. Uh, you, They're in a the big school like my kid. So I, first of all, I'm sure there's, besides that, there's kids, all right, ask her. The pajama brigade, like every day when I would take my son to school, not every day I would take him, the days I would take him, there was always the pajama, like literally kids in flannel pajamas. That's what, like they did not change when they woke up in the morning. That was for sure, like boop, just right into school. Yeah, pajamas have definitely been normalized, and Crocs are like normalized. Like I, I don't know when. I got a pair of Crocs, but I'm not really going out in public in those things. But kids wear Crocs to school. They wear pajamas to school. They wear hoodies to school. And they wear baseball caps because they don't do their hair. Yeah. Oh, we weren't. Remember, we weren't allowed to wear baseball caps in school. Oh, no. No Disres hats in school. Dis disrespectful. Right. Wearing a hat in school, which, by the way, I don't understand how it's disrespectful to wear a hat. I still don't get that one. Like, it's disrespectful to wear a hat while you're eating. Like, I, I don't. 
Yeah. Says who? <laughs> right, right. That that I think yeah, that I who is being disrespected? You want to see my bald ass head? Fine. You know, you got it. But yes, that is uh a, a trend that was finally broken. I remember certain kids in high school would wear a hat every day and get yelled about it every day. Like that was like the whole thing. Like you just knew that this kid was gonna wear his hat and get yelled at about it for it every day. So here's something else, Obi, that I'll, I'm going to bring up, and I'm not going to go too far into this, right? We're just going to let if if you get it, you get it, and if you don't, you don't. All right, this is where we're going to go with this. But I see kids today wearing sweatpants to school, boys, right? I was never one that could wear sweatpants to school. I'm just going to leave it at that. So I remember both my boys uh, went from a literally went from oh. I only want to wear sweatpants to school to mom. I need jeans. <laughs> like both of them were like, and, and I was like, Oh, Oh, you've reached that point. And they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah we have. Right. Right. So these kids wearing sweatpants to high school, I just, have they not reached the jeans stage yet? Or are they just different? Are kids just built different? Well, uh, your kids aren't that old. Your kids are like the age of the kids I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, uh, maybe those particular kids have more self-control. I don't know. I don't know. I no yeah. could, could not wear sweats to school. I all. dropped my I dropped my daughter at school today, and I saw some kids swantering into school wearing sweatpants. I'm like, how the hell is he doing that? I mean, yeah. I knew how he, I knew how he was doing that. I just didn't know how he's gonna make it through the rest of the day. Maybe it's conceivable. First period gym change after gym. Uh, I, but maybe. I, but yeah. here's. Here's the only other thing I think that could could actually be helping the 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 sweatpants situation is that they've gone to this block scheduling. So when, when I was in high school, we had eight classes. That meant you had you had to get up and walk the halls eight times during the day. You know, like yeah. now they only have to do it four times. Like it's half as much. So maybe it's less opportunity to maybe. Uh, well, no, I mean. Your schools may be different than mine. We do have that block scheduling, but it's eight classes and it's four days of six classes and then two days of four classes. So uh, I don't uh, know. Uh, my kids' classes, it's four It's four each day. It's 4A day, 4B day, 4A day, 4B day. Oh, but, yeah. But we, we, used to have, we used to have eight, right? Yeah, eight. We, had, we had day one. After day one. Oh Jesus. Day. We had day we had we actually had eight days. We had to know what day one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that's how they fit it in. Eight days you had to remember. Now it's just A and B, and there's four blocks and you deal with it. Uh, my kids, yeah, my, my kids have day one, two, three. My kids have six days. Days oh, one, really? Days one through they have six days, and then they have a half day schedule, and they have like uh, an emer uh and all day schedule, which is like you get all eight classes, but short. I'm like, oh, good luck on you. Good all luck right. to you guys. So it's the year 2023, and we've just determined that your kids are going to school the same time my kids are going to school, and they have different scheduling philosophies. How is it that we get to this year of the Lord, 2023, and we haven't had consensus on the best way to educate our kids? Like we've been doing this for a while now. And we still think that four, uh, four, four or six is like, we can't figure this out. I am going to leave that to the professionals, which we, I can tell you why, because we don't leave it to the professionals. 
That is why we haven't figured it out. We leave it to so many people going back in my day. That's how my schools. That's why my school should be the way it was back in my day. That's why we haven't okay. figured it out. You might be right on that, and not and I'm classic at saying back in my day because I will tell you, but. I think with school, we got to get out of that mentality. Right. And yeah, I mean, like my, my kids school, they made, they, you know, there's science out there that says like high school kids are sleep deprived. And if they got more sleep, they would perform better. So there's a lot of high schools that are starting later now. So my town did that. And uh, then they realized it was a traffic problem because they didn't actually really think it out like the other, because what they did was they're like, all right, high school should be later. But all the elementary school parents are pissed off if we have those kids later. So we're going to keep them at the same time. Middle school, we'll just move them up 15 minutes. And we think we can fit this all in. Of course, they couldn't. The buses were late. Traffic was ridiculous. And you have everyone then gets into a situation where they want to protect their turf. So the elementary parents come out in droves are like, listen, there's a problem. And you ain't fixing it with our kids. And there's more of them. So they just go back to where it was. But what you saw a lot was, well, when I was a kid, I had to get up it when it was dark. I think these kids t- should too. I just think it's stupid. So again, how can we not all do the same thing? I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, I digress. This is not an education show. Oh, well, speaking of what kind of show it's not last episode, we, we went down a sports uh, poll and you kept saying this isn't a sports show. But since we've last spoken, the world of pop culture and the world of sports have become immensely intermingled. So I know you know what I'm talking about. Tell me about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and what you think of all of that, because that's everywhere, no matter what you're into. So I I find it amusing. I I find it amusing on a lot of levels that... um, that TV is showing so much attention to Taylor Swift being at a football game. However, numbers don't lie. And the ratings have gone through the roof with people watching just to see the cutaways of Taylor Swift. So, you know, TV is a business. What I find the most interesting about it is now there's some trends on like TikTok. And one of the trends on TikTok, I don't know if you've heard of this, but you have women who put their phones on record and they go up to their husbands or boyfriends and go, Hey, I think it's awesome that Taylor Swift has put Travis Kelsey on the map. And then the husbands flip out. What the hell are you talking about? He's like the best tight end ever. And like they, then they post these videos on TikTok. Now, I listen, I love football. I love sports my whole life. But if my wife or kids came up to me like that, I would not get exercise. It's the dumbest thing to get excited about. Nor would I uh, get get on that. Especially, you know what that means? You have you don't even watch TikTok or anything. Like you don't watch anything if you're the guy who falls for that. Number one. Number two. Uh, it. I have issues with people deciding to post videos making fun of their spouses on these platforms i don't think that's a good way to have a successful marriage um it's one thing if it's you know satirical and your husband's in on it but you know another if you're just like let me show you making fun of my husband because if you go through that person's videos i'm sure there's more of them making fun of their spouse but i yeah i think most people how can the man freak out about that like okay yes it's (laughs) obvious if you if you've actually followed this guy's career that as great of a football player he is, 
He wants something to do after football, and he's constantly been putting himself in the spotlight. And so, yeah, as a matter of fact, that's almost true. Like, this is advantageous for his post-football career, no matter what it does for his current football career. I prefer the ones where, like, guys are like, what do you know about Taylor Swift? Is it going to mess up my Kansas City team? Should I should I be worried about how him dating Keller, Taylor Swift will affect my fantasy team? Like, that's what I enjoy when people start going, well, there was mayor, and then, like, and then so-and-so hasn't been seen since whatever they go through her dating history. Yeah, I mean, usually these guys are dating somebody and you don't even know about it. So, I, I again, I don't know how you get upset about that. But I will go back to the, the TikTok trend and the guys getting upset about it. First of all, I think it says a lot about the relationship with their significant other because, A, the, the videotaping part. But if you're going to get upset because they make a comment to you, what do you think of them in the first place? Like, like. Yeah. So I'm that mad at you because you have an opinion. <laughs> I must think you're an idiot if I'm going to get that. So that's the that's one observation. But the other observation is it's kind of ironic in that the just to where you're going with the females in this situation are actually right. Because if you look at his jersey sales and if you look at his social media followers, she has put him on the map. Like his jersey sales gone up 400%. His social media followers have more than doubled, which I if your social media followers more than double, I would say that someone put you on the map because you weren't there already. Right. It doesn't matter how many you have. A hundred percent increase is a hundred percent. Somebody something happened to give you that hundred percent increase. Right. Like, absolutely. There's no no doubt about it. So, yeah. And it's true. The, the really weird thing, though, about all this is I believe. If I'm not mistaken, someone can go back and check the tapes. Last year, Taylor Swift was a devoted Eagles fan. Oh, she uh, is an Eagles fan. Yeah. She grew she grew up in Philly before she moved to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I got a young daughter. I know all about Taylor Swift. She is an Eagles fan. Absolutely. And there is a conspiracy theory out there. Not that I get into these, but there's a conspiracy theory out there that she's going next level. And because she wants the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. She's sabotaging the Kansas City Chiefs. She's just getting Travis right to where she wants him, right before the Super Bowl against the Eagles, and boom. Breaking makes him cry. Breaking his heart while his brother goes on and gets a Super Bowl victory. That That's not, not the worst strategy. Uh, go Taylor. I will tell you, the only people propagating that conspiracy theory are Eagles fans. So I don't put a lot of weight into that one. I, I just think it's really interesting that pop culture has collided like this. And and then it's just, I don't know about you, but it's awkward with the cutaways, with the mother. Like, you know, I I think the biggest takeaway is the mother's almost, I think she's on the map. Taylor Swift put the mom on the map, if you want to know anything. Well, the mom would again, just like just like Travis and the Kelsey brothers, they were they were working their way into pop culture. They were definitely Football uh, elites above their their playing ability. They were definitely that kind of football star, and they brought mom in for the Super Bowl last year. But now, I don't I don't remember the last time I saw the Campbell's commercial and knew for a fact that the person playing the mom was in fact the mother. The mom, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, going back to popularity, the the Kelsey brothers have a podcast. It, it was it used to compete with our podcast for listeners, but I just heard that this past week 
It's the number one podcast. It beat out Joe Rogan. So again, Taylor Swift actually has put Travis Kelsey on the map. I mean, it, so it was the number one sports-related podcast. And, of course, we were comedy, so we were, you know, competing with them on the comedy level, kicking their butt. But, right. But yeah, now, but they're, they're number, number one overall, one overall. 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 So, again, yeah, I, I don't understand how you can get upset at if somebody says that she put him on the map. She actually did. She's the biggest star in the world. Yeah, I mean, she is, you know... Uh, this is bigger than any of the combinations that Kim da- Kardashian dated, in my mind. I think Taylor Swift. Oh, Kim Kardashian is so I'm not even close to what the the buzz. I mean, she may have almost as many followers, but the but like NBC wouldn't be tripping over themselves if Kim Kardashian was in the in the box. And, and what I find the funniest part about the whole thing, though, is when you have like guys who have made this their profession, the sportscasters, like Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Like, this is what Chris Collinsworth played in the NFL, as you know. And he's, I think he's like the third, he's got the third most national telecast ever in the history of football. So he's been a, a, a long time announcer. Mike Tirico went to college. He wanted to be a sportscaster. And here they are doing their craft and they're trying to work in Taylor Swift's song titles into their quips of, during the game. I mean, that has to be a kick in the nuts. Or or just one more challenge that you're happy to face. You know, they. I think at this point, especially for both of them, they understand people coming to watch that, that telecast means next season they get brought back again. Um, I mean, they know that. They get that. I think, you know, there's parts of your job that are less than joyous uh, that you do because you know it's going to benefit me versus less than joyous. And then no one's going to thank you. Like this is, this is not a thankless part of the job. It's just the part you might not enjoy. I I know, but part of me thinks sportscasters are, have a little bit level of snobbery. I I, I don't know if no, you pick up I, on that, but I, I think, I, I think I, they do. I don't think so. I think they all wanted to be, not all. A lot of them wanted to be sportscasters and now they want to be newscasters. I, I think like, I think as sportscasters, they're kind of like, eh, you know, maybe we're better than the weather people. I'm not really sure. I think a lot of journalists, sports journalists, too, they want to be real. They, they would like to go on to real journal. If you think about the number who have, it's not a lot, but like Mike Lupica, now he's an actual uh, author. Or Mike Greenberg, he became an author. He kept trying to get other hosting gigs that weren't on ESPN. Like these guys try to get to that next level. Most of them can't. I think they're just trying to get the money but anyway yeah, maybe. I, I don't know but the but the pop culture thing is awesome and i'm here for it i, I actually really enjoy it um and but it not so much that i enjoy watching taylor swift on the broadcast i just love hearing everybody's reactions to it people are getting so exercised over it i just think i just sit back and that's the enjoyment to me people getting upset about it uh i think it yes there's a lot of chatter about a lot of different things about this that uh, if you'd like to go, you know, if you're not following this, just take a minute to go to your favorite social media news, whatever site, and, you know, put in Swift and Kelsey hashtags and see all the varying things that people are saying that are just, you know, like not even related to, are they even dating? Um, Just, it's crazy, but yeah, you know, she did take him to the next level of on the map, and that part is true. 
and uh, they seem uh, like they're having fun. I don't even know if they're, you know, people don't even know if they're dating. Like, they're just hanging out. Because, you know, you can't date your the brother of the guy who's, like, the star of your favorite team, can you? Like, it's not like she's, like, one of those people who doesn't enjoy the game. I and mean, She truly seems to enjoy football. I can tell you, lots of women in Philadelphia truly enjoy football. So she's like, you know, dating the center's brother. That's kind of weird. Yeah, well, I there's paparazzi that saw him leaving her apartment the morning of the game on Sunday. So he spent the night there. So does I don't Taylor, know. Does Taylor Swift have an apartment? Or does Taylor Swift have an apartment complex in an apartment building where she can be like, the guest room's three floors down. And t- you know, like, who else yeah. is there? I don't know what New York City real estate works. Like everything's called an apartment, but you own that shit, right? So yeah. it's a home oh. and, and some of those apartments or homes are two stories to who knows what. I'm sure she's got something nice. And I guess she could try to explain the way that he probably slept on the futon or something like that. But um, I'm sure the bed was I'm sure the guest room in Taylor Swift's apartment is better than my bed. And I'm very happy with my. Well, bed. let's face it. He didn't have the greatest night on Sunday playing wise. So maybe he had the greatest night Saturday night playing wise. I don't know. You know, I just uh, know that he did not come through for his fantasy owners on Sunday night. And maybe. The other way is true. Maybe he didn't come through on Saturday night either, and that's why. And we now can begin all of the crazy conspiracies ourselves based on how well he played in a football game against the New York Jets. Hey, watch what you say about the Jets. I didn't say anything about the Jets. This isn't a sports podcast. I don't have time to talk right, it's about a pop, the Jets. It's a, it's a pop culture. So let's, let's just think about this, though, Obi. In our lifetime... Going back old school, has there ever been? I mean, I guess Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. That hasn't. Been, that's not my lifetime. No, it's before my lifetime. But that's got to be one of the biggest sports celebrity crossovers, right? Yeah, yeah. So like we we have everyone Kardashian dated, um, but none of them. Yeah, but they were never stars. That's the thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, Harden was. Harden was a star. Yeah, but that wasn't like public. It was more like uh, Chloe yeah. marrying Lamar Odom, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, just... you got the Kendall girl, right? She was with Devin oh. Booker. Oh, oh, Andre Rice rising and Lisa Lowe's. Lefty Lowe's. Oh, uh, well, that was only significant because she burned his house down. Right, right. That's it, how we, it, we didn't know about it until that happened. Because it didn't go well, and then she burned his house down. So if everybody doesn't know about that, uh, it left eye Lisa left eye lobes was in um uh no diggity what the hell was no, it wasn't no diggity it was waterfalls uh TLC. TLC she was in TLC and she was dating Andre Risen he was a uh wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons and he was really good uh so he made a lot of money he had this really nice mansion in in Atlanta and he apparently pissed off left eye and she she burned the shit down. <laughs> She got arrested for that. <laughs> she did. She did. I, 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 I am, I am thinking, and I, I don't think it's possible because just Travis Kelsey is the best player at his position in the NFL right now, and who's bigger than Taylor Swift over the like Beyonce? Like that's about it. Like there's no. Yeah, it would be like if Madonna dated a sports star, right? Which, and, and I'm not talking about the Alex Rodriguez after the fact, like right. at her height, like if she dated 
like somebody which she which was she dating did. Joe Montana at the time or something. Yeah, yeah. which which she didn't, right? I'm no. just thinking like there's no other really big this is like the biggest thing that's ever happened to football. It really <laughs> is. It really is. Like, and I know guys are gonna be mad and we can probably film them and we can put on TikTok to that statement, but Think about it. So from a pop culture standpoint, we're, this is new ch- uncharted territory for us. It is for, for everybody. It, 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 what about the other way? Have there been any really big male pop stars who dated? Well, the- nobody watches female <laughs> sports anyway, so you wouldn't know. Right. right. I mean, there was the no more Garcia Parra, Mia Hamm coupling. Right. But again. Right. But that's not that's, that's nothing and that's, and that's two sports people yeah. oh kate kate hudson was dating alex rodriguez when he was a yankee kate hudson was in the but again I but mean, that but in, in our generation of yankee shortstops it's still got to be uh well Jeter so and uh and the one who sings the christmas song mariah carey yeah see here's the thing about jeter jeter kept that stuff so low-key Jeter might be the guy, might be the guy who had something that would blow all of our minds, but Not we'll done. never know. We'll but never know. I, it, because it was done differently, Mariah Carey. I mean, Mariah Carey was at the top of her game, and Derek Jeter was when they were together. Like it was that. It would have been this big. He was in New York for goodness sakes. Except <laughs> they kept it so much more low key. Okay, so let's go. What if Derek Jeter and Britney Spears were dating? Because Mariah's talented, don't get me wrong, but I'm not sure like she had legions of fans. But neither did Britney. You know, that's what makes this different, Obi, is the Swifties. Right. Yeah, right. Taylor Swift isn't just a big star. I mean, she is, don't get me wrong. But her her fans are rabid. Like right. rabid is like they're buying a guy's football jersey because she's dating him. Yeah. The articles about what she's doing to the economy of the places the Eras Tour is are just like, oh, we were broke last week. Eras Tour came through. All the restaurants are fit for another two years. It's like, yeah, I'm exaggerating, but yeah, the, the people that's coming with her, the, the money, she's selling out stadiums after stadium. After, yeah, she's well, you, and do you know what she's about to do? She's about to take that concert and show it in movie theaters yeah she's probably going to single-handedly save the movie industry this year yeah yeah those theaters are going to blow up lines out the door for that you haven't seen since uh star wars it's gonna be the biggest blockbuster since truly the original star wars lines around the block yeah original original star wars because we can't go with the newer stuff because half of us don't even understand what the hell's happening in in the shows anymore but that's a whole other episode yeah, so uh, I think I think you're right. This is this is you know you've actually talked me into this deserving some of the attention it's getting because of just truly how big it is. Uh, and thank you, thank you. Now I can go read some more articles about it and 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 tell my wife, isn't it great? I'll film my wife telling her how wonderful it is that that Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. That's right. You should yeah, tell that her. And, and and film it. Right, right. See how that goes. The, the film might, the video might be funny, but it'll probably end with a fifth, fifth lying towards my phone. Maybe even nice. cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that would suck. And the charm is that we suck. I'm Obi. That said, listen to us again next week. <laughs>